here in front of our witnesses. Oh, God. I feel like that's a good bet if you really... I mean, yeah, whatever. When disc golf was smaller and a lot of these companies didn't have a whole ton of money, so they sponsored the few players that they did sponsor, you know, they really took a big risk on them. You know, they really supported them as much as they could. So I feel like they're... We are Innova. We are going to sell X amount of discs no matter what. They have the deals with Walmart. They have the deals with Dick Sporting Goods, Academy Sports and Outdoors. They have the deals where the newest of the new players are probably getting their first starter sets at Dick's, at Walmart, at Academy, at Amazon, at those places. I know when I very first got into disc golf, I went to Dick Sporting Goods and the only thing that they had there is Innova. Welcome Welcome in everyone to another Chain Clankers episode. We've got a super fun show for you guys today. We are going to be talking about all these sponsorship moves on the pro side of disc golf. You might be like, Q, what the heck? I don't really follow the pro tour. I don't really care about the pro tour. I don't really care about these people. Well, I think this is an important conversation, A, for the overall growth of disc golf, but also B, all the new discs that you're going to be seeing hitting the market. Are you going to be buying them? Is it worth even buying them? And I think it's just a fun topic to cover. We've had a ton of interviews lately that we've been able to take away so much from. So I think this is a nice change of pace and kind of a mood setter for the rest of 2022, at least on the pro side. So super fun, super excited to talk about all these deals. Let's go ahead and let's bring in our co-host, Ratio. How are we doing today, man? I'm good. Yeah, I'm super excited to talk about this. I feel like it's a very exciting time in disc golf. You know, I know last year it was like a huge burst of, I guess, just people. So it was super exciting. You know, so many people coming into the game, stuff happened on ESPN and people are like, wow, like this is this year's crazy. Like this is the golden era. And I really do think we're living like the golden era of disc golf. Like this offseason is just like the cherry on top for a really, really good uh, season after COVID. Um, and I feel like it just shows that, you know, it's going to be up from here based off all these moves and stuff. And it'll be very interesting to see how this offseason um dictates future off seasons you know i think this this might be the last year that we see a lot of these like early break contracts or people jumping around so much or so early i think companies after this year who didn't have stuff in place you know are going to start to notice that um, players are taking this more seriously more like a business it's not more of the buddy buddy system people have agents now there's multiple companies you know agencies that are player agents um so it's very cool you know just from a business standpoint seeing all this stuff happen but definitely i think this year was crazier than what the future will bring Yes, I completely agree. And I also think it's critical to understand that like, if these deals don't work out, 2022 could be the year that actually crashes disc golf, at least on the pro side and company side, right? You know, you've got companies investing millions of dollars into players, if they're not able to get an ROI on that. Yeah, yeah. Are they going to continue to sign players for that much money? So hopefully everything does work out in the end. But yeah, so, so, so much fun. And before we really kind of dive deep into all the moves and stuff, if you guys haven't already, if you're listening on Spotify, if you could leave a five-star rating, we really appreciate it. We understand that not all viewers have that capability, but if you do have that capability on your Spotify, we really would appreciate that. Same thing on Apple Podcasts. Those ratings and reviews really help us not only in the algorithm and in the numbers, but it also helps us know what we can get better at, which is super, super important because 
a motto we have on the show is we want to be able to look back a year from now and say, wow, we were really bad back then. So that way we're constantly improving. I think that's something that's very critical too. And if you had, if you missed a couple of the last episodes, we had Johnny McCray on and some other members from team disc on. So definitely go and check it out. Super, super fun. So getting into this Horatio, how, how do you want to talk about it? Right. We've got so many different deals going on. Do we want to just kind of go down the list? Do we want to talk about some and then go to another? What, what are your thoughts here? Yeah. So I guess what we can do just right off the bat is just kind of go off of the major ones that have been announced and that people are waiting on just real quick to just kind of, and a lot of these, you know, I'm sure you guys have heard of, but we kind of just want to chat, give you guys our opinions, kind of just see what, what you guys think. Um, so I'll kind of just start off the top here. I mean, it was, I think these are based off of when they were announced um, based off the players. And so Drew Gibson um, extended, you know, year to year, uh, but lifetime contract with infinite discs, um, which is weird because it's like year to year, but it's a lifetime deal, whatever that means. Kristen Tatar, she was the first uh, one to sign the four year, 500,000. So now there are two females with a four year, 500,000. Be very curious to see what will, who will be the first female to break that. Um, Eric Oakley, he went from dynamic to infinite. Gavin Rathbun, Discmania to dynamic on a one year. Um, I did not know that. So they just signed him on for one year. Uh, Niklas Antila, extension, Discmania. Cole Red Allen, he left Discraft, went to infinite and EV7, which that team has kind of grown, that EV7. Yeah, you know? I'm very impressed. I kind of want to pick up a pin rose or try those oh, putters no. out. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know. What if it's better than the BA3? <laughs> Uh, Matty O, he went from Prodigy to Westside on a two-year deal. Greg Bardsby extension. I feel like and it would let, lost a lot of people, but they extended a lot of the typical or like a lot of the ones that have been there for a while. Um, so he extended three years. Matt Bell, he went from DGA um, to Thought Space and EV7. So the, all these next ones are Discraft. They extended at Discraft. So Brad Schick on a two-year extension. Michael Johansson, three-year extension. Andrew Fish, one year. Andrew Presnell, one year. Um, Andrew Marwade, he went from Innova to DGA, which I feel like we didn't see a lot about that one on, you know, on social media and stuff, him leaving <laughs> Innova. So it's on a multi-year, whatever that means. Um, Macy Veladias, she extended from Dynamic uh, one year. Erica Stinchcomb, 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 Westside Extension, Adam Hammes Extension, three years. That's solid. I was excited about that. I'm a huge Adam Hammes fan. Um, Nicola Castro, early termination from Westside. It's to be decided. We have not heard anything about that one yet. Des Redding, Innovat to Mint on a one year. Missy Gannon Extension, two years. Katrina Allen, we're still waiting on that one. Very excited. We'll definitely talk about that one here in a bit. Kevin Jones extension four years. Um, I know that one. I said I believe they said he signed a NDA, so he could not. Oh, talk really? About, that's one thing that I read. Um, so he couldn't talk about what he signed for, which is very weird. Wow, that's um, terrible. Everyone for else, everyone else is announcing, um, and people, you know, were assuming um, that had part of the 
partly maybe to do with why Chris Dickerson left. Oh, I uh, guarantee. Guarantee we'll that. Uh, Valer Mandukano, Innova to Dynamic, two year. Ricky Waisaki, Innova to Dynamic, four year, four million. Uh, Mason Ford, Innova to Dynamic, two year. Kona Panis, four years, Innova to Dynamic. Nate Sexton, um, early extension, so two additional years through 2025. Um, Haley King, Discraft, and we still have not heard about that one yet. Ella Hansen, Extension, Discmania. I was really disappointed Discmania didn't sign anyone else. Um, I feel yeah. like they're very elitish. Like they don't, they're very picky about who they sign. I guess they probably spent a lot of money this year, but I feel like they also made a lot of money. So um, Chris Dickerson left Prodigy, uh, still to be decided. And then Casey White in Extension. So those are all the major ones, all the big ones. And then just we... two more that I want to add on there. Gannon Burr re-signed with Prodigy and Kyle Klein re-signed with Discmania and was promoted to Sky Team. Yep. Yep. There was, I know there was a bunch of people that got bumped up to, to the next level and people that were brought up from like the underground type ones up to another, you know. Um, but yeah, those are the major ones. Where do you want to start with this? What? Uh, see, thoughts? that's what's so much fun. Like, where do you even start? Because the the signings are just crazy from what we've seen in the past. You know, A, this is really the first time that we're getting a chance to hear about what the contracts actually are. Shout out to Polly for making that happen. And I, I just think what's interesting is when we look back at last year, kind of what all happened there, and I'm pulling it up just so we can kind of talk about them as well. But I, I want to start with the collapse of Innova. I think this is the most interesting conversation to start with is that Innova law is the biggest loser this off season. And if we're counting it up just right here, there's one... Uh, okay, so we'll say we'll say Ricky, Kona, Mason, Valerie, those are all massive losses. Um, so I'll just talk about those four for right now. There's there's guys and gals at lower levels that also left, but those four, particularly leaving Innova to go to dynamic discs, I think is just a absolute shocker. And Innova has been losing players over the last couple of years. They lost Paul a couple of years ago. They lost James last year. Like I, I just wonder why is Innova losing these types of players? And I don't know if I have the exact answer for that. I know I've never been somebody who's been the biggest fanboy of Innova. I don't really throw a lot of Innova. So maybe the plastic is just simply elsewhere. You know, it's better elsewhere. Maybe it's the way that they do things. I, I don't know. Do you, do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah. You know, I say it probably seems like they're the biggest losers. You know, I don't think that they are losing any sleep at all at night. Um, they're the biggest. As far as market size, the biggest hold on the market as far as revenue, um, I don't think that they're worried at all. And they're probably just trying to play it smart because they still have a solid team. I mean, this is their star team. Jennifer Allen, which we saw a bunch of last year. Greg Barsby, we didn't see a whole lot of, but I mean, he's a world champion. Hopefully we see more of him. Um, Hannah Bloomrose, I know she did some really good stuff. She's a big in the finish. So she's a 2021 European disc golf champion four-time Finnish champion, Philo Brathwaite. He has a huge following, 
um, people love, you know, he has a lot of fans and he still plays solid disc golf. Garrett Gerthy, four-time United States distance championship. He also has a huge following. He still is able to compete. Calvin Heinberg, I think that hopefully, you know, this is his breakout year. I feel like we saw a ton of Calvin, but he was not able to finish quite a bit. But I feel like one figures it out. I feel like Calvin is going to be the star. He is going to, I feel like he is going to outdo um, Ricky in the long run. So I feel like, you know, this is kind of a, so more of these F1 uh, metaphors or comparisons for you guys. You know, I think that um, uh, Ricky Wysocki was like the Daniel Ricardo. Oh, no. Calvin, Calvin Heinberg is like the young champion. Lando uh, Norris? Breeding. Uh, or is he George I mean, Russell? Mac, Max Verstappen. No. He's Max Verstappen. No yeah. way. If I had to say, I would say Ricky is Lewis, you know, with his titles and and Calvin is George Russell because he is you know performed pretty good but hasn't hasn't really pushed through yet. Um, if you don't know what we're talking about in F one, you should go look it up or just watch Drive to Survive on Netflix. Season four is dropping in a couple months, anyways. It's such a good show. Um, but uh, <clears throat> let me, yeah, let me go finish ahead. Off, finish off real quick. So yeah, Calvin Heinberg, who I think you know he doesn't have any huge. He's won some tournaments, but. I think once he breaks out, Calvin is deadly. Um, and then Jeremy Colling, you know, which we don't see a whole lot of him and, you know, in the comp tournaments, but he has a huge following. He's one of the biggest faces of disc golf. And when he puts out discs, they sell out. So people, you know, like, oh, like, he's not winning tournaments anymore, blah, blah. Like he's not as big as Ricky Wysocki or other players. But if he's selling, I don't know how many, I would love to see how many discs uh, sales, you know, and signature discs Ricky Wysocki sold compared to like Jeremy, if they were given like the same amount, because Jeremy's discs sell like crazy. Um, um, we have Juliana Corver, you know, number one rookie of the year, but five time world champion. So, I mean, she's still killing it. She's coming back this year is probably going to be just as big as any other. And then Evelina Salonen, three time Finnish champion. She's like number one ranked in the world, right? Nah, Kristen um, is. Kristen is. She's yeah, right up there now. though. She's like she's in top five. Yeah. yeah, top five, top three probably. Owen Scoggins, who also killed it last year, and then Nate Sexton. So like, even though like they lost like some people, Innova is still stacked. Like you're still gonna see Innova every weekend competing at least in one way or another. I agree. I think the team is still good. You know, Nate Sexton got third i want to say at either usdgc or worlds only playing like a fourth of the tour like obviously nate sexton taking a year off yeah that's true but also i think nate sexton is not a weekly contender for victories just because i think there's a difference in like golf style nowadays and i mean he says it all the time um i i think i agree that calvin is kind of the dude right now for innova he's kind of their best shot at winning usggc winning worlds those kinds of things and calvin i i don't exactly remember what the final number was, but I'm pretty sure he went 90 plus percent of the tour last year, finishing inside the top five consecutively before that was broke there 
near the end. Like the dude is a monster. I just think he needs to take that next step from being a monster to how does he pull off a win or two a year, something like that. How does he get his first major, those kinds of things. Cause I think the, you know, the future is nothing but up for him. I think he's now going to be the face of the destroyer now that Ricky is gone. Um, but it, it is interesting. I think part of the mass exodus from Innova is in, you know, I could be completely off base. This is literally just my opinion, but I think that they just don't do it like these other companies right now. You know, I think that there is a little bit of what you said earlier of we are Innova, we are going to sell X amount of discs, no matter what they have the deals with Walmart. They have the deals with Dick sporting goods, Academy sports and outdoors. They have the deals where the newest of the new players are probably getting their first starter sets at Dick's, at Walmart, at Academy, at Amazon, at those places. I know when I very first got into disc golf, I went to Dick's Sporting Goods, and the only thing that they had there is Innova. The only thing that they still have there is Innova. They'll have a little bit of DD there, but I've never seen any Disc Mania. I've never seen any Discraft. I've never seen any Prodigy. Like It's mostly 90% Innova, so they have a market that's not even really aware of what's going on the Pro Tour that is going to buy their discs no matter what. Like One of my friends who's kind of getting into disc golf, he doesn't know about the local shops in town that have all the all the discs there he went out to dicks and was able to get discs from there and they have innova there so i think innova will always have a certain market market lock which means that they don't have to pay players what they could get elsewhere which is so interesting to me is that they literally have the model of we can re-sign nate we can re-sign jeremy we can re-sign philo we can continue to have calvin and garrett and Greg and those and Juliana on, you know, those kind of players. And just based off the disc they have, they're going to be fine. Like the Sexton Firebird in 2022 is probably going to outsell 80% of the other tour series discs, if not higher number than that. So they're going to get those sales. So they don't have to pay players the same that they pay. They can pay them whatever they want. They can give them whatever compensation package they want. And it's take it or leave it. You can wear the end of a wings or you can hit the road, Jack. That's, that's kind of my two cents. Yeah. You know, and I think that's something that they've, they've earned. Um, you know, it's not something that, you know, probably was just given to them. They've earned that legacy, that name of having those deals with Walmart with Dick's, you know, they have, Ken Climo, 12-time world champion. Like, they they are in the stores for a reason. And, you know, I think that's why they've been around. Their, uh, their owner, he has been around. He They're probably thinking about it differently. You know, these other companies, they're like, oh, disc golf is exploding. We got to get these big names. We got to do something to compete. Like, they're looking as Innova as, like, the Mercedes, like the big team with a lot of money. Um, these other people, okay, they, they took one or two names. Like, they have, you know... Ricky Waisaki going to dynamic discs. That's huge. That's huge for dynamic is it's more of a gain for a dynamic than it is a loss for Innova. Um, they're going to notice that gain more than Innova is going to notice that loss. Uh, looking at the, at the 2021 U-Disc power world rankings. Um, if we went off of the top 10, you know, we went like off, if every player that's on the top 10 earned points, you know, for like a team, and then you rank the teams. I mean, the end of a had Ricky Waisaki, Calvin Heimberg, 
and Nate Sexton in the top 10. So they had three players in the top 10. Discraft had Paul McBeth and Adam Hemis, so two. And then Discmania had Eagle McMahon, Kyle Klein. And uh, Matty O is with, he was with Prodigy. Prodigy, so Prodigy had one. And then Drew Gibson, who's by himself, EV7 and Infinite. So, you know, and technically and Chris also and Chris Dickerson. Yeah. So two. So technically, you know, Innova based off as a team, they won last year. Um, they were the number one team on average, you know, world rankings. They had the most, if you go off of their players that higher ranked, they technically won. I'll be curious to, but you know, no dynamic discs on there. Zero. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so just based off of the fact, Ricky being Ricky, dynamic discs should be on there will be on there next year so they kind of bought their themselves a place at the table with these big names you know chris dickerson whoever he goes with he's gonna be there so whoever is taking chris dickerson they're buying that spot that he has at this top of the leaderboard um and end of they're still gonna be there you know maybe another player uh picks it up you know you could see maybe garrett girthy up there do better this season or you see um I would love to see Barella, you know, have his his outbreak. I feel like he has a ton of talent. And once he figures it out, I feel like he's going to be huge also. So, yeah, you know, everyone's talking about Innova. Innova's fine. They are going to be okay. I'm more excited for these smaller companies getting these big names and us being able to see, you know, different names out there. But don't worry about Innova. Innova is going to be okay. It's one of those things also, which like – this could be the dark side of this conversation is let's say a scenario in which the Kona and Ricky deal for DD is a massive loss, right? Let's say they don't even come close to getting what they paid them by the time their contract is up. Dynamic just lost a ton of money. And what did Innova lose? maybe a little bit of market share if that like like all these companies spending all this money if Innova doesn't spend any money and they play the long game and they somehow come out on top I don't know could be pretty interesting but I think that's enough on Innova let's talk about dynamic discs right like you said they kind of bought that spot at the table they got Ricky back Ricky won his two world titles with Latitude 64 so I think let's talk about Ricky and Kona together I think this pairing was a little bit surprising to me I thought I personally thought it was going to be Cat I did not think it was going to be Kona um and it's one of those things where it'd still be Cat yes could still be Cat could still be cat who knows and chris bring them both uh and Haley king might as well bring all three of them in uh i think the funny meme on instagram and twitter now is anytime a player announces that they're leaving i just see the comment section being like dang dynamic disc got another player just like it's so funny because i think dynamic disc is the winner of the offseason you know mason ford is a guy that's not really talked about a whole lot at the high level, but Mason Ford, according to the power rankings right now is 14th in the world. And that's down three spots. Like this guy is approaching the top 10. So I really think that this is huge for dynamic discs. I think Ricky's game is going to get even better him with a dagger instead of an AVR or a whale or whatever he was putting with at Innova. I think he's going to be even more deadly. And I think this year he's going to really take a chokehold on being the number one player in the world 
Yeah, I'm I'm so excited because you know I feel like they dynamic discs took um, Ricky on the basis that he is the number one ranked in the world, and I mean I, this was his season coming back from Lyme's disease. If I'm yeah, this was the mistaken. first full season back. Yeah, so I feel like he had something to prove. And this, but his attitude is just so awesome. And I feel like this next year, like coming back, he's just going to be so excited. Um, But there's so much potential on this board. Like there's so much people that can win on the, any given weekend. Um, And it'll just be exciting. You know, I don't think that he is going to have the dominance that he had this last season. Um, Even with, I mean, we saw James Conrad go to MVP and learn new plastic and, win which i firmly believe and i mean i'm sorry but i think every company you know they all have the same discs different names different plastics it's all it's all the same stuff so i don't think play professional players at that level i don't think that they have any more issue than uh lebron james you know going from one team and going to the lakers and having to learn you know it's probably harder for them because there's different dynamic and different players, I feel like they probably have a harder, a harder time than a disc golfer has going to all new plastic. Um, there's, you know, you can literally go to websites and be like, what is the uh, discraft version of a destroyer or what's the MVP version of a T-bird? Like they all have that. They're all, it's all just, it's the same stuff, guys. I'm sorry. Um, and so I don't think that that's going to be an issue for these players switching. One person that I could see having possibly an issue is Kona. Um, you know, I was watching her on a video she did with Eric McCabe and they were throwing. And I mean, because she's trilogy, she gets the opportunity. I don't know how the deal is broken down. If she has to throw a certain percentage of dynamic, but she's still allowed to throw the rest of trilogy, but she was playing or throwing a lot of the trilogy. And so that's three different brands and each company have like four or five different kind of plastics with different molds. And I mean, like, that's just an insane amount of discs. She's going to have so many options. And I feel like that might be an issue. Just having that many options to throw, it's going to, she's going to take a while to decide what goes in the bag. Um, Hopefully she can figure it out because yeah, it's going to be very exciting to see. Yeah, I I think that I agree to an extent that it is difficult to kind of go from I can only throw X to I can throw anything I want now, which I mean, if if you're going to apply the argument that Kona might struggle with that, I think it's also easy to apply that to Eric Oakley because he has even more options to be able to choose from. And I was listening to a couple of interviews with both Ricky and Kona, and both of them said that their bags are pretty set right now already because, you know, these guys have been ever since the end of the pro tour really the end of competition these talks are happening these moves are happening these guys and gals have been throwing this new plastic for months already it's not like they're just now able to throw it so it's one of those things where they've already kind of been working with it they maybe have a couple of slots to still fill in their back but their bags are pretty full at the moment and I both of them said this I don't know I don't know if they had to say this or what but both of them had mentioned that because they're represented by dynamic discs, they want to throw more DD and not be, you know, the DD player who throws 
30% west side, 50% latitude. I hate, I hate then, that. That annoys me so much. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think you can use all of them, but like whoever your primary sponsor is, like if I'm sponsored by West Side, I'm probably going to use 75% West Side. And then I'll kind of, you know, if I really like a disc from Latitude or Dynamic, I'll throw it, but I'm going to mainly, you know, I don't know. That's just my two cents. I'm not in their position, but I think these deals are really interesting. I think uh, the stat that I saw is that Kona has finished inside the top 10 in 73% of her events. So like, that's a fantastic number. And she is somebody who genuinely can and probably should be competing for majors and world titles. So super excited to see her over there. I think again, dynamic discs is the clear winner. You add Valerie and you add Mason Ford. So you now have two other people who are ancillary pieces and finishing in the top 10, top 15 every single week out on the road. Like this is huge for them. Plus just the remaining team that they have, you add in Gavin Rathbum to dynamic discs. Like I just don't understand how dynamic discs takes an L here. I think Eric McCabe is really the, I don't know, man, that guy must be a magician for getting all these people to come to dynamic. I think this is huge for them, big fans of them. So I think the question is, and I'm going to pose it now because they've already dropped some of their signature series or special signing series release discs. Horatio, are you more inclined to buy a signature series disc or one of these new discs for these free agents or movers this off season than like if they had stayed put? I'm really turned off by signature discs because they're so expensive and it's like, it's money that, you know, it's going towards the players and it sucks because they make them so expensive. So I feel like that turns away a lot of fans that would buy those discs, but instead they're like, man, like I want to buy that. But instead they buy the normal version of it just to save some money. And I'm kind of that way just because like, to me, it's just the disc, unless it's a player that I really like supporting. If it's a player that I'm a big fan of, you know, and they put out a signature disc, like I'm buying, I, I'm a huge Kyle Klein. You know, I really like watching him. And when he put out some of his discs, I bought a couple of his, um, but I never really bought Ricky Wysocki discs, um, anything like specific, you know, I feel like a lot of stuff was just Ricky Wysocki being at Innova. Um, Kona, I've never, I never really bought anything, you know, from Kona. So like, no, personally, you know, I feel like you'll have the big fans that will switch over. Um, just, you know, how people probably when Paul Macbeth went from Innova to Discraft, you know, he took over all his McBeast fans. And so, you know, those people are buying them. So whatever, you know, whatever fans and followings Kona and Waisaki have, they're going to transfer over. Um, and I think that's part of the reason why they were purchased is because they have a big following, you know, Kona. Yeah. She improved a lot this year, but she's nowhere near the top. Um, I mean, she still has a long way to go to, you know, compete with, with Paige Pierce, Kristen Tatar, um, Katrina Allen on every single weekend. You know, I'm not talking about having like a good weekend and finishing in the top 10 um, for the contract that she received. Um you know, she has got to put out a hot season and I think that she improved a bunch and that's, you know, part of the reason why she was signed. But I think also a part of the reason she received a big contract is because of her fan base. You know, she has a huge following on social media, on YouTube, on Instagram, and that 
is worth money. Um, so, you know, same with Ricky Wysocki. People love him. He's a likable guy. And, you know, you said, you know, dynamic disc, they, they were the big winner, you know, Eric McKay being a magician. You you throw enough money at people, you know, they're going to come over. You know, they're doing this for a career. And especially if they're young, um, they're going to go with the big deal. They're going to take care of themselves. You know, they're putting their, I mean, they're professional athletes. They have to treat it like a business. Um, they're putting their body, you know, it's a grueling seven day a week job. Basically. I mean, we've interviewed players. Um, so yeah, they need to take what the better deal is. And so if you have a company, you know, throwing that much money out, like who's not going to go and sign, you know, I'm sure there's other players that dynamic reached out to or hunted and probably turned them down. Um, but you know, Kona and Ricky were the ones they probably got offered the highest or they just, it was the perfect time for them. And so, yeah, I mean, they were just the ones out there wilding out. And yeah. I feel like we might see more of that. Yeah. In another interview that I heard with Kona, she said that her, now what was really interesting was the press conference, the live press conference they had on Tuesday. They asked this question to both Kona and Ricky. Kona had said that she did not have any sort of guaranteed money by Innova, all of her money came from royalties and disc sales and stuff like wow. that, which is crazy to think of. And then for Ricky, he said that I, and I don't want to butcher this. So, you know, take this with a grain of salt, but I'm, I'm pretty sure this is how it went down is that he said he cannot talk about it. And there's a lawsuit pending because he got out of his contract early and so that's all that he could really say about it. So maybe something is going to be, maybe DD is going to shell out some more money for it. But something that you had also said that was interesting is that, you know, Kona and Kristen have the same contract four year, 500 K. So to me, it's like based on physical play, I think we both can agree. Kristen is significantly better than Kona. I mean, right now in the world ranking, Kristen is number one, Kona is number nine. But then it comes down to what you were talking about is the social media game sells, especially now more than ever is having that social media following, having that engaged fan base, being able to push more discs, more tournaments, more tournament directors, more growth of disc golf is good, which I think is how Kona was able to get that kind of contract on the same level with Christian Tatar. So yeah, I think that at the end of the day, really good season off season, I guess for trilogy, bad off season for prodigy and just kind of moving on down the list here. Like I think another interesting one that I want to talk about is Kevin Jones and Chris Dickerson. So Kevin, so Katrina Allen had said she was going to leave, not was going to leave. She said she was leaving. And then Kevin Jones dropped a YouTube video about his future. And honestly, when I first saw it, I thought this was him leaving Prodigy also. But then he said, nah, I'm staying for another four years. And then the next day, Chris Dickerson said, I'm gone. And here's what really shocked me. I didn't know this until we started recording, but I looked up last year. I looked up, what, what were the signings last year? Was it really crazy? Chris Dickerson, listen to this ratio. Chris Dickerson last year, Last year, signed a deal with Prodigy that was going to keep him there for three years through 2023. So Chris Dickerson got out of his deal two years early. 
to move on after the Kevin Jones announcement. And so Kevin's making bank is the only thing that I can take from this. And, and again, this is all speculation. We don't have any sources. No one's telling us this. This is just my own two cents is that he saw what Kevin got and said, I can get better elsewhere and said, I'm gone left two years early. I don't know. To me, that's just super interesting that he was able to get out of the contract two years early. And now he's a free agent. If I'm going to guess, my guess is he ends up at this. He's not going to go to Innova. All the players that are free agents right now are not going to Innova. They've already released their team roster. So he's probably not going to dynamic discs, not going to prodigy, probably not going to disc mania. I don't think that they would add anyone else really big at this point. So that kind of leaves Discraft and like an open back. So I personally think Chris Dickerson is going to Discraft. Can't confirm or deny that. I don't know. That's just my own two cents if I'm doing the math here. So I just think that it's so interesting that, I don't know, what happened with Kevin and then you see Chris literally the next day and now he's probably going somewhere else. What are your thoughts on that kind of situation? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that's it. And I think it was in an interview or something. Um, Kevin Jones said he had signed an NDA, so he couldn't talk about his deal. And so I'm sure, you know, it's not uh, one of these big ones, you know, four million, four years or whatever. I'm sure it's not quite there yet, um, especially, you know, I don't think Prodigy is that big. Um, so they probably can't dish out stuff like that. Uh, but I'm sure it's good. I'm sure he's taken care of, especially it being a four year. Um, so, yeah, I'm sure that had something to do with Chris Dickerson leaving, especially because he he had a great season and he's constantly out there. I feel like he definitely had a better season than because um, he's power ranked number four. And Kevin Jones isn't on the top 10. Kevin's he like is... 11th, I think. OK, so he 12. So, you know. He moved down two spots and Chris Dickerson moved up, moved up one spot. So meaning he was in in fifth last year. So he's up there. So he's playing consistently better than Kevin Jones. And yeah, I would also be upset, you know, if I was not financially, uh, you know, paid better, which I feel like he probably would have preferred. I feel like he liked Prology. Um, so I like your, you know, describe me just being a Discraft fan. I like that. That's so exciting because I love Chris Dickerson. Like, he's just a cool dude, like super chill. And, you know, from everyone that talks about him, he's just like one of the nicest guys. And he's he's so good. Like, he is really, really good. So just hit to Discraft, like, that's insane. Because, you know, we're talking about teams and being stacked. Discraft, like, they're still going to have Paige Pierce, Paul McBeth, Willibari, which we didn't see him do a whole lot last year. Um, but he was still competing, you know, hopefully this year we see a lot more of him. Adam Hammes, Tim Barham, we didn't see a whole lot of him. But Ezra, you know, hopefully this year, you know, Ezra can figure it out. I thought I was so excited. And you know, we came out in Vegas and, man, I was like, yeah. dude, it's going to smoke this year. And then I feel like, you know, it takes a while to get to hanging, you know, touring and all that. So I'm not worried about him. He's going to figure it out. Um, Andrew Presnell. Um, they have Vanessa, Vanessa Van Dyken, Missy Gannon. So, you know, they have two, two, three, you know, of the best female players in the world right now. And then they have, you know, Adam Hammes, who's dangerous. Um, Ezra Adderhold, 
Um, Andrew Presna, we saw quite a bit of him. Uh, Paul McBeth, and then adding Chris Dickerson. Like, just imagine, because I imagine Chris Dickerson is very competitive. Just imagine Paul McBeth and Chris Dickerson as teammates practicing and competing. Like, that sounds like so much fun. Yeah, I and, and I yes, I would I would buy his discs. I would buy his signature discs. Chris yeah. Discraft. I I yeah. almost I literally was going to buy his signature series PA threes, and then I'm glad I didn't because then this news came out and I just would have been sad. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I I love the PA three man. That's tough. He's leaving. And again, like I said, we don't have any sources. We have no inclination. We've all we've done is wish Chris the best. He hasn't told us anything. This is literally just our pure guesses of what we're thinking. Trying to do the math just like you guys at home also and so yeah wishing him nothing but the best he was awesome when we had him on the show so yeah if he if he did end up at just gosh if discraft added anyone else i think i also feel like discraft like low-key are kind of like maybe they get a chris or maybe they get a cat or maybe they get you know literally anyone else kind of with a bigger name and they're like just kind of like showing hey we're still here. We're still the number one brand right now. Like, come get us. Um, yeah, I don't know. Really interesting. So I guess kind of while we're talking about people leaving where they could go, let, let's talk about the other two ladies. Let's talk about Haley King. Let's talk about Katrina Allen. Katrina Allen's been with Prodigy for, I want to say the last like nine years or something like that. So that was a pretty big move for Katrina Allen. And then Haley King leaving uh disc mania was really interesting to me because she had signed discraft. a or, or yes sorry discraft thank you she had signed a deal to keep her there through 2022 so she was on a deal to stay there for this season as well getting out a year early uh what, what are your thoughts about them getting out early you know where do you think they might end up what are your thoughts you know this like i said you know earlier i feel like this year we're not going to see or have another you know, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think we're going to see in another exciting offseason like this one for a while. I think that there was a huge, huge dumping of money um, in this last year from new players and everyone, you know, tournaments being back on, added money, um, so much, you know, added bonuses to tournaments, all the huge payouts and just so much, you know, Bushnell coming into the game, the ESPN, you know, how much ever money went to companies from that. Um, there was a ton more money added this year, which gave companies bigger pockets to be able to sign people. I think that this, this next year um, or the next couple of years, I think it's going to probably um, not plateau, but it's going to slow down. You know, I think this last year was kind of like Dogecoin and Sheeb. Mm. You know, it shot up, went up, and then it's going to fall down. And it's going to have a really slow year or it's going to just slowly continue to increase. I think disc golf will continue to increase, but I don't think it's going to be like this year. And so the fact there was more money for these companies to be able to offer players, you know, gave them these opportunities. That's why people were comfortable and were brave to leave early is because, you know, they were offering them this and they're like, oh, whatever penalties you receive, like we'll pay for it. Like, I'm sure that was part of their deals. Like they're taking care of that because these companies, you know, like we talk about constantly, you know, whatever wins on Sunday sells on, on Monday. Monday. We should put that and, on a shirt. <laughs> I'd get sued by NASCAR. <laughs> Probably. Um, 
but you know i think they learned that they figured that out and it's about selling disc we've also talked about how this sport you know it's about merch you know other sports you know you buy basketball you're good for a while soccer ball cleats whatever you're good for a while disc golf you're not buying discs because you need them or you're just getting worn out you're buying them because you see them on the weekends they're put out constantly new discs uh, it's merchandise and so these companies know that and so if they have the better players selling the most merchandise they're going to make more money to business like it's all about money and so hey you know i'm surprised you know katrina allen being that long with prodigy um I feel like if we hadn't had a crazy of a year where companies got so much money, she probably would have stayed there longer. All of these people that left early, they probably would have stayed there if they hadn't been such a crazy year because companies wouldn't have had enough money to make them leave. Um, Cause I feel like for the most part um, players are very loyal to their companies. I feel like a lot of them, you know, when they talk about, they love Innova or they love projects. I feel like they're very honest because it came from, when disc golf was smaller and a lot of these companies didn't have a whole ton of money. So they sponsored the few players that they did sponsor, you know, they really took a big risk on them. You know, they really supported them as much as they could. So I feel like they're, we saw every single player that left put out a really sincere and like friendly, like, Hey, I've loved this company. There's no bad feelings, like wish them nothing but the best. And it was both ways from player and companies. Um, so I think all these early early leaves and moves and whatnot are just about money. The one that is interesting is Haley King. I, you know, just being on Reddit and just, you know, being on Twitter and all that stuff. Um, one thing that I saw that I could, I could see um, is Haley King leaving and either taking, taking a year off or maybe not touring. Um, I feel like, you know, she talked about a couple of times where she was just kind of stressed and it was just kind of overwhelming. You could see that, you know, in some tournaments. Um, hopefully, you know, that's not the case. I feel like she's an amazing player um, and she's a ton of fun to watch, you know, being what is she now, 18, 19 and competing with the top in the world. I mean, that's a lot of that's a lot of pressure for, you know, a teenager. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if something like that happens. Um, I think she would also be really cool to see how like infinite discs. Mm. Um, I feel like, you know, just having an open bag, whatever that looked like, but I can't really see her going. I feel like she was a perfect fit for Discraft, So I can't really see her anywhere else. I would love if she went to Discmania. I think that would be sweet. Yeah. Like I think I would like to think that Discmania would add another big time female player, um, they did re-sign Ella Hansen as a, I'm not sure if it's an official crush girl or if they're just calling a crush girl, or maybe I'm just thinking of that, uh, but she does crush nonetheless. So I think she's kind of really their big FPO player right now. Someone's going to flame me in the comments saying, no, you forgot about this person. But if they added Kat or Haley, I think that would be huge for them. Like, I think that they could really use a move like that. And again, if we're using our, you know, process of elimination it's not going to be innova the likelihood that it's going to be dd is pretty small and then that really just kind of leaves prodigy discraft i guess andrew marwe went to dga so dga is an option infinite or otb 
I don't think I'm missing anyone really. So like if I had to guess again, I'd probably say like Haley King, I think she's Discmania or Year Off or I, I'm literally just gonna list all the companies. So I guess I'm not gonna really guess a whole lot. But I don't know. I think that I think Prodigy could add, especially losing Chris Dickerson and cat i think that they could stand to add somebody and i think discraft is a potential option for katrina just because i mean could you imagine if they had Paige and katrina and missy gannon on the same team i mean just again discraft being like we are the best what do you want from us um so i don't know if Discmania could sign either one of them that would be pretty huge i think the last really interesting one to talk about is nico lacastro who in 2021 this is so weird in 2021 he signed a two-year extension through 2023 and then at the end of 2021 gets out of his deal like what's about that? I don't know. That's, that's weird. And I'm not going to, you know, I heard this on a podcast is that, you know, maybe he wasn't too happy at West side. Maybe he didn't really like the plastic at West side. So I don't exactly know where he would go. You know, Innova again, Innova's locked. No one's going to Innova. I, he's not going to trilogy. So that leaves prodigy. Maybe prodigy losing Chris could go after Nico. That'd be pretty interesting. Maybe he goes to an open bag at infinite or something like that. I don't, think discraft is on the table for nico i don't know he just doesn't seem to i could see nico at mvp oh that is why. a good shout i could see Haley king at mvp also i think both of them could be mvp uh, yeah yeah you know one thing i did see um that kind of gave to the theories um of Haley king taking a year off or whatever which goes both ways but she she dropped like all of her sponsors, not just Discraft, um, like uh, her back sponsors and whoever else she had. So either she's won't be playing or whoever she's going to, they want her carrying their bags, which I mean, Dynamic has their own bags. Prodigy has their own bags. Um, Discmania has their own bags. I think so. I think they Maybe do, not. but I they're think always sold most out. Do their players use grip bags? Grip. Like I was thinking about this. Really, the only two companies that I've noticed who don't have any grip bags are DD, and I was gonna say Innova, but all of a sudden I'm questioning that. Maybe Prodigy doesn't have any grip bags. Yeah, Prodigy has their own bags. I think every company has their own bags. I just know like a couple of them are like, no, you are going to use our bag. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I haven't seen a DD player with a grip bag. That's for sure. What one, you know, I'm excited about Squatch bags. Yeah, they look cool. Those look really sweet. Those look cool. But yeah, I think that is all the names that we wanted to talk about. Very excited to see still Katrina Allen where she goes. I mean, she's, you know, one of the top in the world. So very exciting. You know, they're leaving it for the very end. Um, I'm sure they're still probably in negotiations or something. Um, I I got a little game before we get out of here for you. Yeah. So let's go through the companies just thinking of this off season, right? Let's play a little game. Buy, sell, hold. If you're buying their stock, selling their stock or holding their stock, let's go through the companies. Let's start with disc mania. Buy, sell, hold. Uh, buy. 
Okay. 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 How about uh, Prodigy? Mm. I feel like I sell. Sell. I feel like yeah. I sell. Um, Discraft, I think, is always a buy. I hold. Yeah. Already, already had that. Yeah. I feel, I, feel like this, I feel like Discraft is... Uh, they're like that Amazon stock that you just that. have and it just always stays there. Um, Innova, sell, big sell. Innova, I hold. I think Discraft, okay. Discraft and Innova are, would probably still like be the biggest of my portfolio. They're just okay. like, they're safe and like they're going to go up. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, it, yeah. If you sell now, you would be selling at a loss if you know you're thinking of the market and stuff. But I, I think I think I would sell Innova just because I think their oper- their gap of winning a world championship, I think just got significantly smaller. So that's kind of where I'm looking at it. I think a lot of their big time players, you know, are all kind of getting older. And yeah, I don't know. I just you don't see a whole lot of young up and comers being like, I'm on Inva. I want to go to Inva. I don't know. Maybe I'm just talking out of my butt right now. Dynamic discs, buy, sell, hold. Mm, I would buy just because it would probably go up. It would be, it would get a lot of hype. There would be a lot of FOMO figure missing out because of Ricky and Kona and the big deals they did. The sweet commercials. I'd love, you know, just being like a cinema guy, photography guy. I loved those commercials. They did the visuals like those mm-hmm. were sweet. So good on them. And, you know, I know you've told me before, I, I like, I really, really want to like dynamic discs. Like we're from Wichita, Kansas. They are out of Emporia, Kansas. Um, but I've never, you know, I don't care. I could be from California. Um, I want to support, I guess, local. Um, you probably see a little bit of that local uh, money or support maybe in Emporia. But I mean, I don't see any of it here in Wichita. I feel like if anything, I see maybe more Innova. Um, you know, tournaments and stuff that are put on, they're like by Innova. I, I've never seen any like dynamic stuff around town. I mean, a lot of our baskets are dynamic because that's like the only place to buy them. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure. So like a lot of our baskets and signs are dynamic. Um, I think they're cheaper, if not the cheapest option. That's like a quality yeah. basket. Um, and they're, you know, air quote local. I think also some of the guys in town who run the tournaments are sponsored by Innova. So yeah. it makes more sense for Innova to help out in whatever capacity. Um, but I, I agree that yes, it is a buy right now. This is the time to buy. And I I also think it's one of those things where, you know, we were talking about, I, I do want to throw more dynamic discs slash trilogy because they are local. Um, so maybe that's something that I can kind of work on myself. And maybe this is a good opportunity to do so. Who knows? So, okay. Uh, so go, just go ahead. Real, yeah, just real quick. Like, you know, you're talking about they lost a huge, another uh, lost a huge opportunity to win world championship i'm looking at 2021 the world championship tournament and you know james conrad won so in the top 10 no nate sexton came in third so they had nate sexton they had greg barsby came in sixth ricky came in seventh um mason ford was enable right so mason ford calvin heimberg um, and Thomas Gilbert is Innova, right? No, he's Prodigy he's, last year. Still is. Okay. 
he left Innova last year to go to Prodigy. So Which, shout out to Thomas Gilbert. We all support you. So they had four players in, in the content, you know, for winning world championship. And they lost and two they, of them. They lost Ricky and Mason Ford. Yep. No, and so they had five. So they lost two of them, but do we realistically think Ricky is going to finish seventh or worse in 2022? I mean, he did in 2021. Yes, like, but do that's we the thing think... about world championship. Like, who knows? I mean, like, yes, could... you're right. And the world championship is broke until we get an F1 style. Uh, James Conrad won. What did he do the rest of the season? Nothing. Like, Jack squat. He won world championship, though. So, like, yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah, but but Innova was still the biggest presence. Yeah, okay. I I mean they won't be this year. I don't think they will be. We'll see. Put your money uh, down, guys. Yeah, let's all bet collectively twenty dollars in the comments. If, I think that they still have thirty percent of the top fifteen. Ooh. As a but you know so dynamic that would be discs like five three players. Inside the top Shoot. I don't know. That's like three players. 15. You said how many? 30% of 15? That's got to be like 4.5. Yeah, pretty close. So four. Okay, name them off. Calvin. Calvin. Nate Sexton. Okay. I don't know if, uh, you know, I'm just going to throw them out there because I believe in them. Anthony Barella. No, Anthony Barella. You uh, love Anthony Barella. That dude bombs. He's, I don't remember how old he is, but that dude can. Anthony Barella is ranked 30th in the world right now, which, like, no disrespect to Anthony, literally none. And but he's not even, him. he's not even on the star team. Like, he is on the lower team of Innova. He's yeah. not on their, even on their top team. I mean, if you're going to say some guys, you should say Joel Freeman. Shout out to Joel for coming on the show. You're awesome. Yeah. Nate Sexton, Calvin Heimberg, and the fourth one should be, oh, gosh, Bradley Williams. Okay, and so let's say let's say Ricky Wysocki doesn't have a good weekend or, you know, for some reason he – yeah, let's say he doesn't have a good weekend and he doesn't play in the top 10. Where's dynamic discs? Oof, that is a good, you know, that's a good question. Uh, Chris Clements could sneak in there. You could see Logan Harpel sneak in there. Shout out. You could see Mason Ford sneak in there. He's 14th right now in the world. You could see Matty O sneak in there. He's trilogy. He's number eight in the world right now. Um, you could see Emerson Keith sneak in there. He was on the lead guard on, in 2019. And what are the chances of like all four or five of them being higher than Innova? I would say let's make a bet right now. In the top 10 of worlds of the world championship, there, there will, will be, be more, more dynamic. There will be more trilogy players than there will be. No, 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 you can't say trilogy. That's not fair. That's three companies. That's three versus one. That's the brand, though. That's no, no. It's dynamic. We're talking about buyer selling dynamic. Okay, so you're telling me I have to pick dynamic players. Well, I mean, my money's on Ricky for winning the world title, anyways. Next year, yeah. 
I think Ricky. Okay. Okay. I think okay. You know what? Man, I'll take. I will still take that bet. They have Ricky. They have Mason, and they have Gap. So if all three of those dudes stay healthy, I think more dynamic players will be inside the top ten than NFL players. What are we betting? It's got to be good. Twenty bucks in a sandwich. Oh, that's not good enough. <laughs> no. How about okay? How about we not decide now? How about everyone in the comments on Instagram, whatever it is, let us know. Give us some ideas. Give us some suggestions. What's, what's your favorite disc? I don't have a favorite disc. Um, see, when is the world championship? It's in like August. It's in Emporia, which we should we we need to go to that. It's, it's like towards the end. Yeah, yeah, it's in August ish. Um. Let's see. I feel like I want to do something like you throw. Okay, we'll do this. I don't have enough. You have way more than I do. Okay. But for, let's say, three months or for the rest of the season after, after Worlds, if, okay. Innova, if I win and there's more of Innova in the top 10, okay. you have to throw only Innova for the rest of the season. I'm screwed. And if you win and it's dynamic, I have to throw dynamic for the rest of the season. I still have my captains and my warden. So I'll just be a... <laughs> Does uh, the BA3 count as an end of a disc? Because otherwise no. I am screwed. No, you can have my wardens. Well, no, they, I, I, I mean, my have to throw uh, AVRs. I hate AVRs. I genuinely hate <laughs> AVRs. They are so yeah. bad. Here in front of our witnesses. Oh, God. I feel like that's a good bet if you really. I mean, yeah, whatever. And hold on, hold on. And just like, and just you and I playing or in just tournaments, or everything. Yeah, everything. Dang. So you're telling me any tournament in September league night, or October, league night, everything. I'm just going to have to stop going to league nights, I guess. <laughs> um, I would much rather have a bag of Innova than a bag no. of No. Okay, fine. I'll take the bet. Well, I'll take the bet. All right. I'll take the bet. This will be fun and exciting. I can't wait to have to spend hundreds of dollars buying any of us stuff to throw for two weeks. I feel weeks. like you'll be fine. You have uh, yeah. plenty of it. <laughs> It'll be fine. I'll just, instead of throwing anything, enigmas, I'll throw rapes. And I mean, technically, all the stuff post Discmania leaving is Enova. So, oh, so I could use my enigmas anyways then. Yeah, those are those all are the, still yeah, made. all my enigmas are made by Innova. I don't have yeah. any new ones yet. Oh, then yeah, sure, whatever. I'm chilling. I'll just throw P2s then. I'll throw old P2s. Yeah. Or whatever they they had. See, the cheat code goes on. It's it's also so funny because Latitude 64 just makes everyone's discs in the first place, pretty much. Um, yeah. So yeah, the things you learned about disc golf. So yeah, hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. I know it wasn't, you know, kind of the norm for what we do, but I do think we kind of want to, you know, for all the newer players who are kind of getting into disc golf, you know, I know Horatio and I, when we kind of first got into disc golf, it kind of was like, Hey, what is the pro tour? You know, what are all these pro guys doing? So we kind of want to do our part and kind of explaining that a little bit, touching on it every single, you know, every now and then we're, we're not going to turn into a podcast where every single week we're, you know, analyzing the latest pro tour event and all that stuff. We're not, we're not going to do that, but we will talk about it from time to time. We'll, we'll chop it up about it and kind of keep you guys informed. Cause I, I think it's fun to talk about, you know, good times, but yeah, like I said, comment down other bet ideas. Let us know what companies are you buying, selling, holding right now? We'd be very interested to see if you watched on YouTube, leave us a like rating. If you're listening on Apple podcasts or Spotify, drop a rating or review. We really do appreciate those. And we will see you guys next week.
Thank you for listening to the Chain Clankers podcast. Make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Chain Clankers and hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening to us from so you never miss another episode.